Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for this day. We give you the praise and we give you the glory that we honor you. Thank you, precious Father, for all that you have done for us. Thank you immensely for the forgiveness, for the eternal forgiveness of our sins. And thank you for filling us with your Holy Spirit. And this morning, Father, we come to receive of the harvest of the Spirit. Lord, may we have the convictions that we need, the truth that we need for this day. May we receive in the name of Jesus whatever we must know, understand, or have to walk into the next level of our glory. May we receive this morning in the precious name of Jesus anything that we need to overcome any situation, any circumstance, to break through any situation. Lord, we receive this morning in the precious name of Jesus. I speak to sick bodies to be healed. I speak to doors to be opened. I speak for strength to come in the place of weakness. Wherever there is darkness, may we receive your light this morning, your eternal light in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, we give you the praise and we give you the glory. Thank you for everything that you have done for us. One more time this morning, we acknowledge every good thing that we have in Christ. We acknowledge the fact that we are no longer under the law of sin and death, but you have translated us because of the life flowing through the anointing of Jesus. We are now under the law of that spirit that constantly supplies life to our mortal bodies. Whatever be dead, may life come upon it this morning in the name of Jesus. Thank you, precious Father. We give you the praise and we give you the glory. We exalt you, Lord, for all that you've done for us. And anything that has limited us, any thought, any imagination, any influence, be it cultural, be it spiritual, be it psychological, be it in the environment, be it in our experiences, anything whatsoever that has placed a limit on us or that has limited our manifestation in every way. This morning we cast it down in the name of Jesus. Thank you. For you have set us free, and we are free indeed. Not only are we going to know, but we will live in the reality of our freedom in Christ. Thank you so much, Daddy. We give you the praise and the glory. For in Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed, and everyone who received this morning will join their faith with mine and say, Amen and Amen and Amen. And one more time. Amen. Good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob, here with you this morning. Distance is, of course, never a barrier in the realm of the Spirit. This morning, we have come together one more time to share our fellowship with the world of life. I love what Peter said to Jesus. When the disciples of Jesus abandoned him because they could not understand his words, Jesus looked at his own closer disciples and said, You too, are you also going to leave? Peter looked at him and said, But where else shall we go? Who else shall we go to? Why? 
because you are the one who has the word of life. Praise God. I'm super excited that what God has given to you and them, that what God has brought forth to us is the word of life. And the Bible said that life and death are in the power of the tongue. That is why our language must change from that of death to life. Our language must change from calling ourselves sinners to calling ourselves the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Remember, we are not making that up. That is our spiritual reality. So when we say that, we are speaking in the tongue of the Holy Ghost. We are speaking the words of the Spirit. When we confess, when we believe in our heart, see ourselves and confess that we are the very righteousness, the perfect, the exact righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Remember, that is not available anywhere else except in Christ Jesus. We do not teach men to earn righteousness. We teach them to receive it as a free gift. The book of Romans chapter 5 tells us that in clear terms. Amen and amen so this morning of course you know what the subject matter has been manifestation of these sons of god and we have been dealing with the subject of living in the holy ghost in the holy spirit you and i know that we are saved to live in the realm of the spirit that even though we walk around this earth just like men don't forget God himself came down to earth to become a man so that sons of men can become sons of God and walk on earth. That has been always been the desire of God that sons of God will walk on the earth, that they are not invisible spirits, but they are visible spirits. You can see us, you can touch us, but we are moving around empowered by the wisdom and the power of the holy ghost so when we talk about manifestation we're talking about unveiling revealing making known the reality of the sons of god and to do that is that you and i live in the system of heaven you and i live in the realm of the spirit don't forget the holy ghost has gone beyond that feeling you have in a service to the reality of the life you and I live every day. That is why the Holy Ghost was not poured out on a building. The Holy Ghost was not poured out on a temple. The Holy Ghost was poured out on us, on humans, so that he will indwell us, so that he will be with us wherever we are, in whatever situation or circumstance that we find ourselves, that he's always there, the closest at all times, the friend that never leaves, the counselor that is ever wise, the helper that will always pull us up at every time and in every situation. So manifestation of the sons of God, of course, is living the life of the spirit. Praise God. Amen and amen. And this morning, we are going to round up our journey on Romans chapter number eight. I hope to read this morning. 38 to the end which is 38 and 39 don't forget beloved i have instructed you i hope i can plead with you this morning 
Romans chapter 8 is one of those scriptures that you must see. Not that you read and read through. No, you must see it. That when you look at yourself, you know you are making a tremendous progress when you can close your eyes and see the reality of Romans 8. Don't forget the beginning point of it, the foundation of everything that we are reading now, every benefit, every inheritance, every blessing that is in Romans chapter 8 began first by telling us that there is therefore now no more condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And that was too good for even the translators to accept. So they added a condition. Thank God for the other translations of the Bible that returned it to the original. There is therefore now no more condemnation for you and I who are in Christ Jesus. Why? Because in Christ, we have been liberated completely, totally, absolutely from the law of sin and death. And we are now under the law, under the system, under the regime, under the realm of the spirit that constantly supplies life to us. So you and I have the spirit of life in us don't forget in us we have the spirit of life amen may we live in his reality in the name of jesus may our eyes open constantly to see who we have don't forget it is beyond what we have we must understand who is he that we have within us amen so before we do verse 38 let's look at the pretext which we looked at yesterday verse number 37 and it says yet in the midst of all these things that means in the midst of all our challenges in the midst of the issues we have to deal with here in their midst we triumph over them all so this triumph is guaranteed for you and i because or for god has made us to be more not just conquerors but much more than conquerors and how are we more than conquerors because his demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything in other words christ don't forget the love of god is demonstrated in christ so what this place is saying is that christ is our victory over everything that christ the demonstrated love of god which is the giving of christ to us is the reason we are victorious over everything amen and amen now verse number 38 says so now i leave watch this after all this don't forget what i've said over and over if you truly hear the word of god if you truly hear the spirit it brings up a confidence there's a quiet assurance of the truth that you have had so watch this the apostle paul now says so now because of all this watch what he says I live with the confidence. In other words, my life is propelled by this confidence. I have gone from the place of just acquiring knowledge. That knowledge has become real. That knowledge has become tangible. That knowledge has become my reality to the point that I now live on that truth. What is that truth? He says, so now I live with the confidence that there is nothing in the universe with the power 
to separate us, to separate me, to separate you from God's love. There is nothing in the universe with the power, not man, not witches, not wizard, not even your sin. Don't forget, nothing means nothing. He says, I am convinced that his love will triumph over death, life's troubles, fallen angels, or dark rulers in the heavens. Dark rulers in the heavens. Now watch this. If the Bible says dark rulers in the heavens, now it will make you to understand, don't forget the same word is also used for good things in the heavenly places. This gives you the idea that this word heaven is talking about a realm of existence. That's not my subject, so let me continue. He said, there is nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken his love. First of all, watch this. He talks about things, about places, about entities, about personalities. And after talking about that, he goes further to say, even time itself, there is nothing in our present time or our future, no circumstance now or in the future is able to weaken his love for us. Amen and amen. And the final verse, number 39 says, there is no power above us or beneath us no power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love. Watch this. I read one more time. There is no power above us. That means up or beneath us. No power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love. Watch this. Where is that love found? I've said this over and over. Where is the love of God found? Where is the love of God proved? What is the receipt that God loves us? What is the evidence that God loves us? How do we know that God loves us? It's not because we got a job or we didn't get a job. It's not because we ate this morning or we starved this morning. It's not because it's not because we have all we need or not. No, beloved, God has shown that blessing to all humanity. But the way we know that God loves us is what he has done for us in Christ. Christ is the testament is the evidence is the proof is the assurance is the receipt is what we see to know what we have to know what we can testify that christ is the testimony of the love of god not that he is going to love us no but he has loved us and proved that love and how is that love proved because he gave us christ so watch this verse 39 says there is no power above us or beneath us no power that could be found in the universe that can distance us from god's passionate love watch this which is lavished upon us don't forget the word lavished upon us through our lord jesus the 
anointed one. Praise God. Now, it will make sense to you now why our beloved brother, the Apostle Paul, will write in so much confidence. Remember, I have told you over and over, when you hear from the Spirit of God, there are no uncertainties, there are no ifs, there are no minors, there's no middle ground. These are words that cannot be altered. These words are self evident in other words paul could say this with total and utmost confidence that there is nothing that could ever separate us from the love of god do you know why beloved because that love has already been proven so nothing can change what has been done the love of god has been poured out to us now if they were smart Rather than killing Jesus, they would have prevented him from dying. Don't forget, if they were smart, if the powers and principalities, that's what the Bible says, had they known, they wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. If the enemy knows what God is about to do in your life, those temptations wouldn't have come, those limitations wouldn't have come, but in them all, God is not the author of them, but in them all, we command glory to arise in the precious name of Jesus. Whatever you have lost, may glory arise from that. May testimonies come out from every situation that has troubled you in the precious name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Beloved, if they were smart, if they knew anything, what they would have done is to make sure that Jesus was never crucified, that Jesus was never betrayed. They would have made sure to prolong his life. But as long as Jesus has been crucified, the love of God for us has been signed, has been delivered, is guaranteed forever and ever. That is why our beloved brother, the Apostle Paul, can now say, I am convinced that nothing shall be able to separate you and I from the love of God. Beloved, I don't know whether you understand this morning. He is not loving us. He has loved us. What we need to know is to come to the reality just like the Apostle Paul. You know what he said? He said, I live with the conviction. May that also be my conviction. May that be your conviction in the precious name of Jesus. I am convinced, he says, I live with this conviction that nothing, nothing, and then he goes on to name them, not up, not down, not the circumstances of the present or that of the future, no witch, no wizard, no demonic power, no fallen angel, no authority, even death and even life itself cannot, will never be able to distance us from the love of God. Why? Because that love has been proven in Jesus. Now, let me round off this morning by reminding you the place in the book of Ephesians where he said that knowing the love of God brings us to a place of fullness. Beloved, don't forget, we were brought forth in love. Beloved, don't forget, the nature of God is love. God is love. The manifestation of the fruit of the Spirit is called divine love, which is God's kind of love. Don't forget, beloved, he did not conquer us by power. He won us over by love. 
the center point of this revelation of this relationship is to know the love of God. It brings a man to fullness. And then when we begin to walk in the reality of that love, we are already conquerors, more than conquerors over every situation, over every circumstance. Beloved, may that be our reality in the precious name of Jesus. Have you noticed sometimes that one of the greatest attack you have is about the love of God? Things happen or you misinterpret things and you start to wonder if God loves you. The enemy comes to whisper in your ears, if God loves you, why this and that? If God loves you, what about this and that? Beloved, the love of God can no longer be queried nor questioned because it has already been proven. How is that love proven? In that he gave us Christ. If you keep your eyes on that and you start to understand the value of who he has given to us and who remains inside of us, beloved, manifestation is assured. Manifestation is guaranteed. We are more than conquerors over every situation. I will stop here and come back to you again tomorrow by the grace of God. Let me remind you one more time, beloved. Keep me in your prayers as I keep you in mind. Don't forget again, this is a month of outreach to reach out as much as you can. And may the power of the Holy Ghost empower you. And may you walk in the wisdom of the Holy Ghost in the precious name of Jesus. Please enjoy your day and don't forget this morning you have been served. Shalom.